0: of currently binging the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, all is greatly appreciated. So if this is your first time listening, you're actually like coming up on a gem because this is not the norm. This is a completely new thing for me. We are going to be discussing a show that aired years ago i don't want to make it sound like it was that long ago because it's like a couple years ago but we are discussing hemlock grove which aired between 2013 and 2015. and i've talked about this previously where i'm like i watch all these old shows and like late later after the fact that i never watched initially and i'm like do i talk about them or do i not because usually i have a lot of opinions you guys know i love to talk so <laughs> there's that but um i was like him grove i was just like there's just no way i have to talk about this show because it's insane and i even did a little bit of like searching to see if anyone else had talked about this show in recent years and it looks like people are also the reason we're gonna get into all all the reasons of why we've been talking about this i don't even have a name to call this type of a series because i'm like if i do this one should, should i do more and should i name it like a series like in retrospect or something like that i don't know we'll see maybe it'll be in a title maybe it won't maybe it'll come in the future maybe it won't will but i do want to preface this before i go off and just dive into the deep end <laughs> that This is a solo hosted show, so I have to keep my own self accountable and on track. So just know that we are probably going to go all over the place. We're going to bounce all around. Uh, That is expected. If that's not your thing, no problem. You can stop the podcast here and go check out another podcast. But um, yeah, so we're going to go all over the place. There are going to be spoilers. So if you did not watch *Himlock Grove, I would suggest that you not Listen to this. There's also a book series for this. I definitely didn't read it, so. But if I had, there would be spoilers for the book as well. But uh yeah, I didn't even Google anything about the book, so no clue what goes on in the book. So for those who get upset when I talk about the book that's related to the show I'm talking about, you might not get upset for this one. But who knows? People are have been a little bit uptight as of recently, so there's that. So there's going to be spoilers. We're going to go all over the place, and also FYI, because the show is just insanity. (laughs) I have a glass of wine with me. So if you need something, like if it's the nighttime, you're listening to this, like grab you some tea, a glass of wine, whatever. If it's the morning, grab a cup of coffee, because I'm going to take my time talking about this one. I know I usually I'm like, oh, it's only going to be this long. I'm not even going to say that. We're talking about a show that have three seasons and a lot of craziness happening. <laughs> so I want to make sure that I take my time to talk about everything that I want to talk about because there is a lot. So let's start with how I even came across watching this show because if you're an OG listener, I won't even say OG. If you've listened for a, a while, then you know this show does not fall into a, the genre of shows or movies that I would watch. For those, I feel like I haven't said this in a while. So for those who are fairly new, I don't do horror. <laughs> I don't do um, slasher, thrasher, like anything along the lines of trying to scare me or being super demonic. If you've listened to my Sabrina discussions and you've probably heard me talk about it a lot, like all that stuff just weirds me out, freaks me out, makes me uncomfortable. I just don't like to watch those types of things. And it's not even necessarily the thing that's like, oh, I get scared about it. It's just like I don't even want that energy, so I just don't watch those types of things. <laughs> so then you're like, Eva, why are you talking about Himlock Girl then? Because I I'm pretty sure it could fall under the um well, I guess it could fall under the, the category of demonic, although I feel like they don't really go there. There are some things that are like vampire and werewolfy that go a little bit more on the demonic side than this i feel like if we want to talk about demonic levels sabrina um it's not sabrina teenage witch the the chilling adventures of sabrina i think probably gets a little more demonic than this does this is just disturbing (laughs) so how did i watch this so my friend was visiting and we tend to like to watch the same things musicals like happy things uh, thrillers, like things you have to solve mysteries for, you know, I love me a good mystery. Hello, those who listened to my discussion right before this one about clickbait, go listen to it if you haven't. But, um, so we were like, oh, we, cause we, in our group of friends, we tend to like the same things. So when she visited, she stayed with me and she's like, oh yeah, we can like watch movies and TV and stuff. And, and I have to worry about compromising because <laughs> the other half of our fan group likes like the more horror slasher, like all that stuff. Um And so we were on Netflix and, you know, going through the Netflix like trending section because, you know, I love to go through this trending section and um landed on this one. And so the trailer started playing and we're watching it. And I don't I was paying attention, but I don't think I was really paying attention because one, this is twenty fifteen. So one, you guys know I don't like really like trailers. Anyways, but also I feel like the farther back you go with trailers, the worse the trailers seem to be <laughs> as far as like what they decided to include in the trailer. And so it was just like we were watching it and we were like, What is going on? And it was enough to be like, oh, we can try one episode and see like if we wanna continue to be invested in this. <laughs> But when we watched the trailer, I was like, in my mind, because I couldn't really re- remember or confirm that I saw what looked like someone um sucking blood out of someone's throat. So I'm like, this has to do deal with like vampires. That's what I'm thinking in my mind, but I'm not saying this out loud. But as the trailer was wrapping up, because I don't even think we finished the trailer. We were like, oh, wait, this is a trailer for the third season and not the first season. and we're And we were like... That was crazy. So what the hell goes on in the first season? So we were like, okay, we'll we'll watch the first episode and we'll see. If you've been around for a while, then, you know, usually when it comes to me determining if I'm going to continue to watch something, I give a show up to three episodes to keep me watching um, because I usually don't like the first episode. The second episode, they usually tend to get more of their footing and then whatever is like the catch <laughs> Is usually mostly like starting to unravel a little bit by the time we get to the third episode So I like to give shows up to three episodes um, But that's not always the case So we decide to watch And first of all, let's just talk about who's all in this Because all these people I've seen in other things And had no clue that they were in whatever this show I don't even know how to describe what this show is I am still disturbed by this show I watched this in... I watched all three seasons in less than a week and uh, literally finished it about a week ago. So <laughs> still highly fresh in my mind and I'm still disturbed by some of the things that I saw on this show. I'm just like, I don't, as I was watching this, I know we're hopping around, but as I was watching this, I was just like, there just has to be a level of like insanity or not even sanity, but like a level of just like trauma that had to have happened to you for you to create like these types of stories because it was just oh my gosh we're gonna get to it because there's a lot and I know I keep saying there's a lot but there really is so we had Bill Skarsgård which I was sitting there and I was like I feel like I just watched you on something um but I couldn't remember I think it was like another Netflix movie that came out earlier this year that had uh oh my gosh I can't remember who the kid is that was in it, but it was like one of those like period pieces and he was playing his father in the old timeline. I want to say it was Tom Holland, but I don't think no, because Tom Holland's in Cherry. Who did the Netflix movie that came out earlier this year? Actually, I can just click on his name and I will hopefully see who it is. Uh, this is not showing me. fast enough. Oh, The Devil All the Time. So I was like, I think I'm thinking about that, but I felt like I saw, I watched them in something a little bit sooner than that, but okay, whatever. Um, I'm going to mess up her name. (laughs) So I apologize ahead of time. Um, Famke Jansen, I've seen her in things, had no clue she was in this. Doug Gray Scott, Batwoman, which literally he just, he's not coming back for the next season, which is unfortunate, but makes sense, looking at how the direction the show is going. But like would have never known Who else was in this that I've seen in other things Lily Taylor Seen in other things Madeline Brewer Hello uh, Hands and Tell <laughs> See her If that I me It was just like a handful of people I was like you guys all did this insane show And no one's really talking about it Also Cause I was doing Cause you know I had to do a little Of googling And I guess this was like around the time when Netflix was trying to up their original series game. So I'm like, maybe that's why I never really heard of this show. And I've had Netflix. I've had Netflix for a long time, guys. I've had Netflix since like Netflix was you get the DVDs shipped to your to your house. So I've had Netflix for a hot minute. Um, and I've still never heard of this show Like at all so it's just like did they promote it what was going on but clearly people watched it It just never came across my radar. So to me, I'm just like you guys Made the secret show and then tell anyone about it and then in hindsight I'm like, oh, I could see why you wouldn't tell anyone about it because it's crazy (laughs) We're gonna say crazy so many times. So just just get ready (laughs) so anyway so we started off and Everyone looks so young. It's 2015, like, compared to what they look like today and compared to what they look like back then, especially, like, Bill Skarsgård, like, he looks so young and he's supposed to be playing this character who's kind of, like, snobby, rich, asshole, teen, uh, with, like, a chip on his shoulder, but, like, thinks everyone should essentially bow down to him. And it was hard. It was very hard for me to believe that during the first season. I had moments while watching it During the first season, and I'm saying the first season because it changes um, as as we move into seasons two and three. But during the first season, I had a very hard time believing that he was who he wanted us to believe that he was. And I don't know if it had to do with because he just looked he looked young or if it was that he looked like he was unsure of what he was doing or if it was like part of the writing, I don't know what it was, but it just was not convincing to me. I don't really think that the person that he was trying to portray as Roman Godfrey became believable to me until we got to season two when, um, who were the people, the people in the, was that season two or was that season three? No, that was season two. <laughs> so much happened in these seasons and they were short seasons too, guys. But anyway, so um, I don't think it was believable until season two when he goes back to his house when the skull people are trying to snatch up his daughter and like he bursts into the house and is like, essentially not my daughter. Then that's, I think that was when I was like, okay, I see who you're trying to be. I believe it now. I didn't really believe it up until that moment, which is a long time to go before your audience is convinced that the person that the actor is supposed to be portraying is that person. And I don't know if it's more so on the writing side or what it was. The first season, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, they both, both him and um, Landon, who played Peter, both... Looked pretty young, but I don't know. It was something about Peter where he looked a little more mature on screen um, than Roman. So it kind of helped a little bit. But he also was playing like this innocent, wanted to help, never had a friend uh, type of a character. So for him, it was a little bit more believable uh, the way that he was going versus Roman, who looks like the person who you're like, oh, I never had friends, like innocent, whatever. But he's trying to be like this super... Badass guy. He just came off as annoying mostly in the first season, so there was that. Uh But we had his cousin, which her name was Letha, and mind you, I'm watching this with my friends. So we watched while she was here because she stayed with me for two days. We watched like I think I want I want to say we watched like three or four episodes, or maybe five episodes. So the first season was thirteen episodes. The second and third seasons were only 10 episodes, which I think makes sense because even when we get into like the third season, which we're going to talk about because (laughs) we're going to talk about the third season, I just feel like there was just too much. Like we needed to cut some stuff out, Um, but it's very much so noticeable in the third season. But we had gotten through, I want to say we got through like five episodes and We're both sitting there and we're like, wait, is is he, as in Roman and Letha like together? Are they sleeping together? It's very weird. It's coming off, I'm getting very incestual um, vibes from their interactions. Like, I don't, I'm (laughs) like, what is going on? He's getting super pissed off at Peter when Peter is showing interest in Letha. And they're all having these shared dreams, which is also a weird thing that goes on. Throughout this entire series. But they're all having these really weird. Intense shared dreams. And we literally were like. Are they having sex? What is going on? I feel very weird. I feel very uncomfortable. I don't really want to like watch this. I hope that's not the case. Maybe he's just being an overprotective cousin. I don't know. Which down the line come to find out. It's his freaking half sister. <sighs> when I say the incest. The incest the incestual, or I don't even know what to call it. All the incest that was going on in this show is disgusting. (laughs) And I've watched like shows and movies and things like that where like some of that was going on, but this was just very uncomfortable. And even when we get later with his sister, like his other half-sister, I'm just like... It's gross. So... (laughs) We have that going on. So it's all very, very weird. The way he touches her, the way he interacts with her, the way he reacts to Peter being interested in pursuing a relationship with her. And then Peter and Letha have a relationship and Letha is like, oh, I'm pregnant. Um, I got pregnant by an angel. And I'm just like, again, you know, sometimes when you watch something with other people, you don't. Like you're paying attention, but sometimes you may not be paying attention because someone may be talking or something like that. But we literally were both for like, the only time we would say anything would be to be like, wait, what? What is going on? We said, I'm so confused so many times (laughs) while watching this. Like if you want to talk about a show that just does not tell you what the hell is going on at all, even when you're done with the first season, this is that show like, even once I finished the first season, because by I finished it by myself, um, and I still was like, I literally texted her, and I was like, did you finish watching this show? Because I still have no clue what the hell is going on. The whole time, because I told you guys, in the back of my mind when we watched the trailer, I'm like, I could have sworn that I saw something referencing vampires. So we see, like, the whole werewolf story that's going on, which... That was also disgusting. (laughs) Seeing Peter transform into the werewolf. We both were like, what is happening when his eyes popped out? It was just like, what is the purpose? Why? Why is that the way that he changes? And why do we need to see it? And then also after he changes, he eats his skin. (laughs) was just disgusting. Oh my gosh. The show (laughs) was crazy. Oh my gosh! So anyway, so she's like, "Oh, I got pregnant by an angel," and all this whole time, uh, Peter's mom, which I was about to call her Victoria, but that's not her name, Olivia. She seems to be the only one with who knows everything that's going on and has like her hand in all the buckets, and you, as a viewer, you can tell that. But even as the viewer. You, Cause sometimes, you know, you have that character who's like the antagonist and we kind of know what they're doing and what they're up to because we watched them like being up to doing, to being up to no good. But with this, we never really knew what Olivia was doing. So even as the audience, we were in the dark as to what was going on. You kind of had to like make assumptions, but we knew that. Roman had this weird like ability to be able to control people, but then he would bleed from his nose. He has this weird obsession with blood, which is why I'm like, okay, is the vampire stuff coming in? Like, I don't understand what's happening. Is he a vampire? Is his mom a vampire? Like she's essentially putting these eye drops in her eyes, which they didn't really ever. I don't think explain what those eye drops did. <laughs> Cause all the whole time I'm like, does this suppress her from like changing to a vampire mind you? again, this is not my genre. <laughs> so anything that I think about with like vampires and things like that, I, I'm i like, oh, at nighttime, like they go out and like kill people because they're hungry for blood. Like they need blood to survive. So I'm thinking like at night, similar to a werewolf, how they change on the full moon, but the vampire <laughs> at night changes. And like, I don't I watched Twilight and all that stuff too. And I cannot even tell you what happened in Twilight. Because again, it's not my genre. And even one, the vampires is not my genre. But also like the sappy teen loves, like that kind of a story thing is not my genre either. So I have paid attention watching Twilight. Um My sister was more into it than I was. <laughs> and so I was just like... Okay, so are they gonna change? Like, do these eye drops suppress her from changing? What the? What is going on? Also, Roman, like, is he a vampire? Does he not? It just seemed like he didn't really know what was going on with himself. He was just knew he can control people. So then, I was like, okay, so that answers it for Roman. Maybe he doesn't know he's a vampire, but does his mom? Like, if his mom's a vampire, why won't she tell him? She's very manipulative, very controlling. And then that's when we get, um, or not that's when, but like we also have another very integral. Um, character Shelly who was his sister Roman's sister who's like deformed we don't really see her face the whole first season uh, because it's covered by the wig that she wears but we know like she has a big eye even when we are introduced to Shelly we were like this show does a horrible job of like showing us what's going on because they just keep you it's like they want to keep you confused while you're watching it but when Shelly first showed up at the school and was walking through, I literally was like, do they, like, because we didn't know that was his sister. I was like, dude, does anyone want to say anything? Does any, do we know what's going on here? And then when Roman touched her face and it turned blue, I was like, so is no one going to say anything about her face turning blue? <laughs> like, what is happening? So we have Shelly, who's essentially a gentle giant, um, Still don't really understand what happened with Shelly. Again, this is why I say the show it it was like the show wanted you to like not really understand what was going on the entire time. And if anyone who watched this when it originally aired or recently watched this, I'm assuming more people are probably gonna be um watching it just because it's been in like trending on Netflix. So I'm assuming there'll be people who will stumble across it and make some across this the, my episode in the future But if there is anyone who is listening to this Who understood what the hell was going on The first season And it's mostly the first season That I think is the most confusing Which is why I'm surprised that I finished it Because normally I would have been like Okay, I'm done But I think the confusion was a draw for me <laughs> To be like What is going on? How does this all end? Like I need some answers But Even when we had the episode Where they talk about Shelley. I'm assuming they were supposed to talk about how Shelly became what she is. They made it seem like the baby died. And then did they like bring the baby back from death? That's kind of me like putting the pieces together of um seeing as to what happened with Letha when Letha passed, when she gave birth to the baby. And then um, her father, Norman, was like, that, I, oh my That just freaking clicked in my head. Roman didn't even know that Norman was his father. Like, they literally, their names are similar. It's just Norman and Roman. And that just speaks to how insane his mom is. Oh my gosh, that literally clicked in my head. And I don't know if that's on purpose or if I'm just making this up because I want to. But like, (laughs) that was an obvious clue. Anyway, when Norman showed up after Aletha died, after giving birth to... The, or during, during giving birth to the baby And was like, bring her back, bring her back I know you can To, uh what's his name, the doctor Dr. Price, who was also a Very interesting, I heard all these characters Are very interesting um, Then that's when I was like, okay So is that what happened with the baby? like It wasn't, to me at least It wasn't really well explained Like what happened to Shelly And how Shelly became what she is It kind of just felt glossed over And just leave it at that so yeah everything that's going on all this is going on but there's also like a murder mystery happening which is what i think actually is probably what made me continue to watch because there's someone out here killing all these girls which i came up with who was pretty early on again if you listen to clickbait you know mysteries are my thing and i i have self-proclaimed that I have a 98.5% accuracy rate when it comes to solving um, mysteries for TV shows and movies. I really do. I mean, this is this is myself saying this just based on my own calculations. <laughs> so don't take it to heart. It's all fun and games. But um, Christina is the one who has been turning into... Or she... Again, this, this whole, this entire series is disturbing. She was attracted to Peter. She thought he was a werewolf. And she followed him. She saw him change. She went to a store. And they were like, pretty much trying to figure out how you can become a werewolf. And she read this book. And it was like, you have to drink water out the um, paw of the werewolf. <laughs> Which, am I calling him the right thing? I don't know we will call him a werewolf, but I feel like they were using a different, a different, um, name for him or maybe not. But anyway, so she had to drink water out of the hand of a, uh, or out of the hand, out of the paw of a, or the paw print in the ground of a werewolf. All very confusing. Uh, <laughs> But, um, so she did that and essentially May force herself to become a werewolf. So how did I figure out that I was Christina? It made sense to me that I was Christina pretty early on because we had the episode, which I don't think that I had, I don't think I know which episode it was. But well, we have an episode where they find the second body that's like half the body, and um, there's like maggots and stuff. They made sure to make everything look disgusting, cause all everything looked disgusting. The corpses, <laughs> sorry to say, corpse corpses. Uh, the freaking werewolf changing, Peter changing from human to werewolf. Uh, like all that stuff looked disgusting, uh, but. We had the whole moment where she was in the, we see her like in the woods or whatever. And she like, we hear someone telling her to kiss, to kiss the corpse or whatever, which I don't, it was never really fully explained, but to kiss the corpse, she kisses the corpse. And then that's when she realizes it's only half of the girl's body there and the girl is dead. And she's like covered in magnets, ma- maggots. And so then she um, goes, or like she screams, and then that's how they find that body, and they end up committing her to like a psychiatric center because she's essentially. Cause we had, I don't think I wrote, I have her name, but we had like the wildlife girl who came, who's like part of the cult, Clementine, part of like the the Christian cult who. Like kills werewolves. <laughs> oh, I think we've we've already come to a consensus that the show is just crazy. So uh, we have her there, and she pretty much is like Peter's a werewolf, blah blah blah. And then that's how we find out like Clementine knows that Peter is a werewolf, and she's there to kill him as part of like the order that she's there with. Which come to find out, there was like a whole pack that was made. Years and years and years ago Between Olivia and the church Because they used to kill um, Vampires And she kind of was the one Who like made the pact that They would only like Take out people who essentially Wouldn't be missed so like homeless Drug addicts things like that And the church I'm calling it the church because I can't think of what their name is I mean they kept Looking like they were meeting At a church (laughs) And the church wouldn't, um, like take them out. <laughs> so like that had been a standing pack for like years and years and years, which I feel like they dive more into when we get into season three. Cause it kind of like everything kind of implodes by season three. Oh my gosh, We're still in on season one. I told you, we're going to take, we're going to take our time. Cause there's a lot to get through. Um, <laughs> So yeah So I knew it was her because One I thought it was weird That she was In the woods with the body Like that she found the body That way it didn't really make sense to me And then her behavior After that Like strongly now The whole like her being a werewolf and whatever Um That didn't really cross my mind (laughs) because I just didn't know but then once we got to the point where she was like locked away or whatever because like that was the ningling in my head that I was like I feel like she has to be involved in some way with the murders that's going on because the way that she acted after that body was found her obsession it seemed like with Peter was really weird to me as well but I think the knell in the coffin was that a little bit later on in the first season, uh, as Peter, and and I'm not gonna remember all the names that they used for like, cause there was a lot of different um, like names and mythologies and things like that because we have his cousin, which, Destiny, who's like, kind of like they're the one doing all like the witchcrafty kind of stuff. <laughs> so like seeing visions, eating disgusting things, see people's last thoughts and moments, like, Again, disgusting. Uh, so I'm not gonna remember all those names and things like that because I definitely didn't didn't write it down. But there was a, a point where Destiny was like, "Oh, this is what whatever they called it. As in, some whoever is the person who's killing all these girls. This is someone who may not necessarily know that that's what they're doing." And that's when Peter was like, "Oh, can we save them? Can we save them? Whatever." And then. Uh, he then they were like oh because the murder started happening more frequently on the wrong moon and peter was like oh how would you how would they be able to turn on the wrong moon can they turn on the wrong moon and then um that's when he like went through the whole thing where he like, figured out how you can turn on the wrong moon. And they were like, oh, you have to sacrifice something. And then he killed the cat, which was the, which was so sad. He killed the cat. But um, they kept talking about, like, you have to sacrifice something. Only that person will know what they will sacrifice. And it to me, it sounded like they had to start, like, they would start losing parts of himself. And then we saw Christina. And she had white hair. And no one commented on her white hair. So this was an in the coffin for me when I was like, okay, Christina has to be the one who's killing all of these people because, or let me, let me, I'm moving a little bit too fast here. Let's even go back a little bit to when her two friends um, were murdered, the twins, and they were like, oh, everyone has to be locked away mm-hmm. um, in the house. They can't come out because they were afraid that more girls were going to die. And right before that, we had seen the girls have visited her at, The like You guys know I always call like A psychiatric Where I don't know What the world, The asylum Whatever They visit her At the hospital (laughs) And they were Trying to get her um, Their father To like Let her come home With them And he was like No 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 Whatever And so then They were like Oh She'll be safe here Like we're gonna have All of the Like police and everything Like she's gonna be on guard Because they were Afraid that Whoever was coming out after the girls was going to come after Christina since she was kind of like a witness. And that didn't even seem right to me because we kept focusing on the two twins being at home. And I was like, oh, they're about to die. Duh. Which they actually do. They do get attacked. So that was one thing where I was just like, because I wasn't, I didn't feel like Christina was going to be the one who's going to get attacked. But then we saw her with the gray, the white hair, and no one said anything about her white hair. And I was just like, her hair is white. Why would her hair, why is her hair white? Why did it turn white? And then I was like, no, this girl is the one who's out here killing people. And then that's when, um, we see that she is indeed the one who's been killing everyone and she's freaking crazy. And even like her, the scene of watching her change over to the wolf, I was like, the show is disturbing. Like she's literally supposed to be what, like 13, 14. And it's literally like, Sexualizing, turning into a wolf It was disturbing (laughs) So to be completely honest I was like surprised we got more than one season of this show After watching the first season Because I was just like This is all insanity So that was essentially the first season They end up um, getting saved Because freaking Shelly essentially Kills Christina, or so that, the, or so they thought because she shows back up in the second season. Well, Shelly's on the run because they decide in order to protect themselves, they will say that Shelly did it because they didn't want to bring to light that like the werewolves actually exist and then whatever's going on with the Godfreys because at this point we didn't really know. And so the blame's being put on Shelly, so she's on the run, um, but she does kill Christina for good. <laughs> In the next season she rips her head from her body So that essentially kills her Because apparently that you either have to Or no I'm thinking about the vampires In order to kill a werewolf you have to rip their head from their body um, So anyway <laughs> But the season doesn't end because come to find out After Letha died from giving birth to the baby The baby didn't die But Olivia secretly smuggled the baby into her house And introduces Roman to the baby and essentially fast tracks him becoming a full, like a full grown vampire. Cause apparently it, I don't, I still don't really know. Like the whole transition from like being a vampire, like vampire S to like full blown vampire. Because I guess his thirst, the like weirdness he was doing with the blood was kind of warning signs that he was getting ready to be like full blown vampire. But okay. So <laughs> she fast tracks him. Um becoming a full-blown vampire being like, oh, you got to kill your daughter. Um, This is your daughter. And then that's when we come to find out that the angel who got Letha pregnant was actually Roman. (laughs) This show is so... Oh my God, this show is so crazy. Roman was the one who got her pregnant. So all that weirdness that we were seeing literally was true, but Roman didn't even know. And I still was confused Like when we were like... Or when it was revealed that Roman was the baby's father, I was like, so did he have sex with her or not? Or did she like, did Olivia do some kind of witchcraftery to be, like get her pregnant or whatever? So it didn't really make sense um, what exactly happened until like, I think it was season two where I was like, okay, no, she made him have sex with Letha, but he just doesn't remember it. <laughs> so weird. But essentially he tries to kill himself, which he doesn't die because the only way to kill a vampire is to, um, stab him in the heart. But, um, he, he essentially kills himself. He doesn't die. He becomes full, full blown vampire, attacks his mom, literally (laughs) bites her tongue out. And then, it makes it seem like she died, but she didn't. I don't know. The news coverage on that was really weird because it made it seem like Letha died, Shelly was on the run, and Olivia was dead. Because then it was like uh, Roman now is like the next in line for to be over or control the Godfrey Empire. But like she's not dead. She just was. They made it. They said she had a heart attack and she was recovering. But anyway, so that was crazy ass season one. Season two is when we have the freaking baby and these people in these masks. (laughs) And that's when we're introduced to the most frustrating. And I I know I said this in clickbait, but this was actually because I, I watched this before clickbait. So at that time, this character was the most frustrating character I have ever watched. Miranda. Now... Everyone who has been in contact with the Godfrey family and Peter or the women, at least the girls have died. If you arrive to a town under weird circumstances and all these weird things start happening to you, first of all, you show up at somebody's house and you're like, Oh, can I use your phone? My car's messed up, blah, blah. blah. Okay. That's fine. After that, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find a hotel. I'm going to find somewhere to stay. I'm not going to, even if that person offers, which is weird, I'm not going to stay at this random stranger's house and then also be snooping around their house. And then when you find something like a freaking baby in a soundproof room, continue to stay there. And then when your boobs start leaking milk, (laughs) you're like literally not questioning these things. Like you're kind of questioning it, but you're not really. And at that point I was just like, okay, as the baby, because this was before we were introduced to like the bird thing, which I don't even remember what he was called. Um, but the doctor came off weird when we met him. So I was like, clearly something's off with him. Uh, even when she ran, even when she snatched the baby, you know, one of my things that I just, it really frustrates me when I'm watching like, even in real life, but when I'm watching like TV shows and movies, is when people take other people's kids um, and they're not supposed to that makes me so mad to the point that all I see is red and I literally cannot concentrate until that kid is given back to its parents. <laughs> so when Miranda took uh, the baby, I was like, what are you doing? First of all, you showed up uninvited, which kind of find out was a, a whole grand scheme of things with the bird man, but you show up uninvited, overstay your welcome. You got these two friends literally involved in a threesome with you and then you still you're still his baby. <laughs> like, what is going on? So Season 2 was all about these masked people running around trying to kill killing kids. We didn't really know why they were killing kids, but come to find out that they're killing these kids because they're trying to find the one kid that's essentially going to be the end of the world. And lo and behold, <laughs> Of course, Roman's baby would be the baby that is going to bring literally in the world because when they try to snatch that baby, so this is when we get to we're like speeding through this, but like Roman goes through this whole thing of being like, I'm a good person. I don't want to be a killer. Um, Roman's like one of those characters where like, they're, they have bad, very strong bad tendencies, but they also have very strong. A very strong tendency to want to do good So it's one of those conflicted characters that As a viewer you're watching them And like you're conflicted about them But you're also rooting for them because like You want them to like Succeed whereas Peter's Is one of those characters um, Where from the get go He's like a character you root for Um, Whereas Roman Is kind of like one of the ones where you're like Sometimes I want to root for you But then sometimes I don't want to root for you (laughs) So Roman was having that internal conflict with himself for literally majority of the season, working with Dr. Price to like not be a vampire anymore. (laughs) I cannot believe I'm talking about this show. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is so insane. Okay. (laughs) So he's working with Dr. Price to go through all of these different like these procedures which... Of course they showed us what the procedures meant and i was just like oh my gosh i cannot watch this uh but essentially getting like poked in all the different places eyeballs included to try to um to drain his blood and then put in like different blood or whatever essentially like remove all the vampire blood which to me doesn't really make sense but okay even if he had going through with the last treatment I still was not convinced that that would prevent him from being a vampire, but okay, you guys will believe whatever you want us to believe. But anyway, so like that's his whole struggle. And then he also has a struggle with his mom, who um, essentially is starting to become sick. This is kind of like the precursor to like her becoming full-blown sick in season three. But essentially like she wants to be more motherly. She doesn't understand what's going on. Uh, Roman wants to change because he doesn't want to kill people, but he's also like, he's a fresh, a fresh full blown vampire. So his thirst for blood is super strong and he doesn't really have anyone to guide him into as into like what to do. And so, um, and he doesn't even go. And I'm like, why would you not talk to like price? You have to have known. And this is what I say when it was like, you see the character that you want Roman to be or like the character that they want us to believe that Roman is, but like it's not really convincing because in like literally the first half of the season, he's like supposed to be like the head of Godfrey and running things, but he's more so coming off like as like a petulant child, (laughs) like throwing temper tantrums at everyone, being super mean and aggressive, like consistently confronting Price, like where's the money going? What are you doing with money but like it's just like the way that he was saying it was like one of those ones are just like you want to slap him in the face and be like shut up <laughs> like super annoying and so like all that time i'm just like clearly price is this huge scientific facility you don't think that they're in here doing some type of craziness especially if your mom is involved like he probably knows y'all are vampires and he's probably working on something talk to him so the fact that, that 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 relationship doesn't really, I guess, grow or, like, come closer together until, like, the third season is also very interesting. But, um, so, yeah. So, he doesn't go through the last treatment because that's when he finds out that the um mass people are at his house trying to snatch up his baby. Um, Peter is there. Miranda's there. Uh destiny is there and then some random guy that destiny bought to try to keep peter from turning on the on the not on the wrong moon because that was also it's, just, it's so much to talk about that was also something that peter was um dealing with this entire season was um turning on the wrong moon and apparently if you turn on the wrong moon you know, gets to the point where you won't be able to turn back. The, the wolf will take control or whatever. And so Destiny was trying to prevent that. But then that man ends up getting killed by the masked people. They try to snatch the baby, but the baby makes... So the guy, like the guy leading everything makes... Um, and I know I'm leaving out so much stuff. But like, there is literally so much to talk about in this show that there's just no way to talk about everything. Um, so I'm just trying to do like the highlight, the highlight reel, if you will. So the main guy tries to pick up the baby, and the baby makes his eyes bleed. So then that's why I was like, okay, has the baby been controlling like everything, like making Miranda's um, boobs fill with <laughs> boobs fill with milk and freaking like all this other stuff? Because how like I mean I know this baby is a um, a product of a vampire and also a product of incest, especially when we find out that Letha is actually. Roman's sister and not his cousin is, like, even more so. So that could de- even more so explain why the baby came out the way that um, it did. <laughs> but since y'all say, I mean, I think I wouldn't want that babe to live either because, like, how do you even look at the baby? If the baby in his mind is like, oh, I don't like you because the baby can't really communicate, it's going to be like, oh, I'm going to kill you if you look at me in the eyes and you're just going to be gone. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So... <laughs> I understood what they were trying to do, but of course it's a TV show. We're not going to kill babies out here, even though they were out here like murdering um, other children, which was super weird. But the one thing I will say is that I think the second season was like a little bit slower than the first season and it wasn't as um, interesting. And I just kind of felt myself like going through the motions of trying to get through it. But then we get to the end where we find out that the doctor is this Birdman, which he has a name, but I can't, again, I didn't write all these weird ass names down, <laughs> but essentially he's this bird man. And they kept having a dream because, you know, because both Peter and uh, Roman were sleeping with Miranda, they were, she was now sharing dreams with them, which was how they were trying to figure out who the masked people are and where their next um, victim was. And so they kept having a dream about um, something about Miranda falling off the top of the building or whatever. And so they end up making, everyone goes to the Godfrey building, the white tower, and the baby kills the monkey, <laughs> And I think that was like the last straw for Miranda. Cause then she was like, oh, okay. Clearly, you should not exist in this world because there's no way to control you. Therefore, not only am I going to kill you, but I'm also going to kill myself, <laughs> which is like, or you could just toss the baby over the top of the building if that's the case. Like, I don't understand why you have to also kill yourself. Or maybe she thought like she wouldn't be able to live with herself because she killed the baby. So, I mean, okay, I guess, whatever. So, it's all super dramatic. We also see that um, freaking Olivia is... Finally came back to being like the ruthless person That she is And um, Roman Also finds out that Olivia's a vampire Roman Also may be a vampire And he tries to kill her Working with the cop guy whose sister was murdered In the first season which I'm sorry we didn't talk about But it's still too much stuff to get through But um she ends up Literally ripping his heart out of his chest Which is like oh that's sad But I mean makes sense (laughs) And then So all that is happening Because essentially she's been like barred from coming Into the White Tower Because like she literally lost control Of everything because Roman is running Things but also she's been Literally plotting Against her family In all kinds Of ways I mean the baby Is probably the big shiny Example of all the Plotting that she's been doing so you have all that going on and then you have them running after um trying to find Miranda. So they find her on the roof. She attempts to kill herself and the baby, and then this big bird thing comes swooping out the sky and swoops them up and flies off and it is the bird doctor. <laughs> and then we go to season three <laughs> Oh my gosh. So season three was a shit show. This is essentially the last season. And I also, because, you know, I was like, I need to Google if they knew this was the third season. Because about halfway through, I was like, I feel like I know where we're going with this. I think I know how things are going to end. Did they know going into this that this was the last season? Because it very much so Felt like a final season It felt like a a series um, finale And also I knew early on And I don't know if it was because So this is completely random and not related But the haves and (laughs) have-nots Which this is going to be a a semi-spoiler for that show But the way that the haves and have-nots ended I kind of had that in the back of my mind Which was just like Another show that just does not make any sense. The way that ended it didn't even make sense. So I don't even want to talk about it. But in watching that, it was kind of fresh on my mind. And about halfway through, I was like, I would not be surprised if no one survived. <laughs> I literally was like, I would not be surprised if no one survived as if everyone died. And then as we got closer to the end, because Peter kept turning and then everything that happened with Destiny, I was just like okay, I think everyone's going to die and Peter's going to be stuck as a wolf. <laughs> and that's essentially what happened. So um they find the baby, kind of find out this, this doctor, bird doctor is out here using... Ugh, this is why I say the show is so disturbing that I am surprised that it was on. It had as many seasons as it did. He was using the baby's eggs, which I didn't even like no ba- babies don't have eggs right i mean i'm not i'm not a science person but i'm pretty sure your eggs are like a female's eggs cannot be used for reproduction until at least they have they start like a menstrual, a menstrual cycle and i don't even know i don't even know that babies have like eggs that could be used to reproduce anything so that's whatever, but this is like a fiction show, so we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But either way, you're talking about a freaking like one-year-old about by this time. Or I don't even think the baby is a year old because every time we talk about time, it feels like from the end of the first season up through season three, it's only been a few months. So the baby had to be about maybe one, and you're using this infant's eggs to... Reproduce baby dot, Baby birds Or bird babies <laughs> Disturbing And no one like There wasn't an uproar about this show at all Like the incest The um, Like abusive children Like nothing It's all very disturbing <laughs> It was like And I think that's why I save it for the end Because by, by that time it's like You're literally at the last couple of episodes And he's just casually like Oh yeah, the baby's only this baby's ex could reproduce what he needed. It was just like duh, fucking disgusting. But then we also get introduced to Annie, who shows up, who's another vampire. They use a they use a um a name for them, which I thought I wrote it down, but apparently I didn't because I cannot. Or you know, actually I did find I did write it down. I just think that I am in the wrong note section but nope still can't find it so they have a name that they use for them um they don't use vampire but because <laughs> she's a vampire and she's been introducing roman to all these other vampires and things like that and then when she first confronts olivia about olivia being her mom i was like wait a fucking minute because right before that <laughs> we had the scene at the blood bank again Another Because you know They just got to keep us grossed out We had another We had the scene at the uh, blood bank Where her and Roman Like are having sex On top of all these blood bag Blood bag or, but, but that is a tongue tire Below all of those blood bags And so I was like okay And she shows up And she's like Oh I'm your daughter Which I was like okay What the fuck is going on and I was like, wait, does she know that Roman is her son? And at, initially you're like, oh, maybe she doesn't know that Roman's her son. But then I was like, no, his last name is Godfrey. She freaking tracked her down and Olivia's last name is Godfrey. So she has to know that that's her son. And then it's confirmed that she knows because you see like her hesitation with communicating with Roman. And then when... um Olivia finds them together and puts out there that this is your freaking sister. And you're like, initially watching it, you're like, oh my gosh, poor freaking Roman. First his cousin sister, now his old ass ancient sister. <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh. It's like, as a as a person, he has to be heavily scarred. But then you get the next scene. Where she, Annie shows up at his house, which was like, okay, whatever. But, like, they both still wanted to do it with each other. And it was just like, you guys are freaking siblings. It's fucking disgusting. Like, what is going on? Why? Is this something that runs in, like, the vampire blood? (laughs) Where it's just like, oh, it's all, like, open season on sleeping with your relatives and siblings and things like that. It, I don't even know what to say about it. But anyway, so um, Peter ends up killing. So much shit happens, you guys. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that I'm talking about this show. It's so, it's so insane. But um freaking Peter ends up essentially setting it up so that destiny's fiance ends up getting killed because he essentially made some dirty deals ended up sleeping with the daughter of someone um and essentially all came back to him so in order to and then some of the people like who peter and all them knew ended up getting murdered so in order to prevent more people getting killed Peter was like, y'all can, he literally hand delivered him to them and he was killed. And they try to cover it up and be like, oh, they didn't know what was going on. But, you know, I was like, first of all, how are you going to lie to Destiny? You know, she's going to, she's going to figure it out because like, that's what she does. But she just wouldn't let it go. And so this is where, I, when I was like, okay, I see how we're going to end things here. Because then it just was like, I feel like all these choices that we were making does not make sense. Because Roman Had called into the police like A tip being like oh there's this guy Who's in the street he's dead Or like he's not moving I don't know If he's dead like this guy's in his voice or whatever and Destiny Kept listening and kept listening and kept listening to um, That recording And so then She kept Asking Peter like what is Going on what's going on of course Peter's not telling her Roman on the other hand is telling Peter like You're going to need to tell her or whatever or she's going to Keep like trying to figure out what happened and she's gonna get herself killed, talking about from like the, um, what were they? Why do I wanna say Romans? <laughs> it's not right. She, she's gonna end up getting herself killed by like the gang who killed um, her fiance. And he's like, oh, I'm not gonna tell her. Like, I just don't know why Peter just wouldn't be like, look, this is what happened. Like, it is what, like, he should have told her. You guys know, I say this all the time with things like this, like if there's some secret you're trying to keep, it's going to come out. So you might as well just tell them in the beginning and you can avoid all of the trouble and the crap that we go to while you don't tell them because you eventually have to tell them in the end. So she ends up going to Roman's house. Annie is there and confronts Roman about it. She's like, that's your voice, blah, blah, blah. They get into our argument. And then um, she slaps him. And then roman in reaction hits her back and she ends up hitting um crashing into the table like hitting her head and she's like literally she's alive but she's like literally losing blood or whatever and annie she's like we need to call we need to go to the hospital we need to go to the hospital or whatever and roman decides to kill her and then that's when i was like okay i see how this is going to (laughs) end how this season is going to end because it's to me there was no reason for roman to kill her and he tries to explain it later on like oh peter would have never listened to me he it wouldn't matter blah, blah blah but i'm like you both hit each other it clearly was an accident although i felt like it escalated way quicker than it really necessarily needed to had they had like another season uh of this show then i don't think that. Argument would have turned out the way that it turned out. I think they just did it that way because this was the final season. Because to me, it just was not warranted to kill Destiny. But he kills Destiny. And then he tries to make it look like the gang killed him. But then um, Destiny visits Peter in his in his death or whatever. and Or no, this was after um, Roman thinks that he kills Peter. But, you know, the only way to kill... A werewolf is to detach their head from their body. Um, But Annie, which is another example of somebody inserting themselves into something that has nothing to do with them. Her whole, like, drive or whatever, like, I feel like the only reason Annie was there, because her character really was not needed. I don't think that we, like, I guess we could have been like, oh, Olivia had a child from long ago that... Is now showing up it's like okay whatever but i think the only the her main reason for this season was to call the div was to cause the division between roman and peter because she seeks out peter for because she feels some type of way about roman killing destiny which i mean it granted but like you're a vampire girl i'm sure you've killed people so that doesn't really make sense or justify like if y'all are here drinking people's blood I don't care where the blood came from, if they were dead or like the blood bank or whatever, you're still... And if it's come from the blood bank, you're literally taking blood from people who need that blood to, like, live. Like, you. so, like, you can miss me with that. But (laughs) for some reason, she felt so disturbed and compelled to tell Peter that Roman was lying to him. He was the one who killed Destiny. And so then she tells him, like, the only way you kill a vampire is to essentially stabbed him in the heart <laughs> and so uh by this time because all this drama is going on with uh what's her name olivia because she's dying because there's a vampire disease going on where uh that was starting by that was started by the bird doctor <laughs> and essentially it gets to the point where the vampires started like attacking start attacking their own because of, they essentially can't like feed on other vampires, and so she. They thought it was cancer, but of course it's not. Like she's literally deteriorating because she has this um, disease, and so um, oh my gosh, I completely forgot what I was even about what I was even saying about that. Oh well, she has her whole thing going on, and like we have all this whole vampire. There's all there was just so much random unnecessary stuff going on in this last season that I was just like we did not need all this. Like, they could have, I felt like, by the time we get to the end of things, so, oh, that's what I was saying, Olivia. <laughs> In her war with Price, um, essentially tells them like, oh, the FBI or whoever is, or whoever is coming. And he panics and destroys everything, including like the blood, the, or I don't even know what to call it. Blood efficient, blood, like, whatever that blood bank thing that he had that he created which was super disgusting looking um he drains it so they kind of have to go back to their old way of getting blood until um like he says it's gonna take a while for him to get back to where they were and then that's where like annie comes in and she's trying to tell show roman there are other ways that you can get blood without killing people like and he didn't even know that he lir- literally lived within miles of various other vampires so he's kind of like getting which I thought was interesting had the season been mostly about like him like learning to be like a better vampire or in person than his mother like that could have been interesting and we still could have ended it but it would have ended on a better note I just don't think that the way we ended it needed to happen at least I don't think Roman needed to die no I don't think Peter needed to be a wolf for the rest of his life Like, I just don't think that that was necessary. The only reason that they did it was because it was the last season. And it felt like they were trying to force it. So we saw Peter try to attack Roman the first time. um, But it doesn't, because Roman is, like, literally taking the blood out of, sucking the blood out of someone. So Peter's like, oh, he deserves to die anyway because he's killing someone. (laughs) And he killed my cousin. Um, And so we see that. And then Roman kills. Or thinks he kills um, Peter. And that's when he buries him. And then Peter gets visited from Destiny. And she's like, you know what you have to do, blah, blah, blah. And so then we get to the whole, like, last scene. Because I'm just going to skip skip to the end. Because <laughs> everything else is, uh, is like, really, like, whatever. They find the baby. They kill the bird doctor together. Um, that was before they, um, Peter found out that Roman killed his cousin but also Annie has a baby she gives the baby to Shelly and then Olivia was going to use Annie like essentially take over her body and then there was a whole thing going on it's just so much shit that went on (laughs) was just kind of like whatever um so Price ends up getting murdered by the guy that the delivery guy who he essentially hijacked his body temporarily to put his brain in which was crazy but that guy is literally going insane and ends up murdering him so therefore olivia can't use him to switch her body over to annie um but she's like essentially brings annie to the white tower and then ends up annie ends up blowing herself up because that's the only way because she gets locked in like that little box thing and that's the only way to um she thinks to stop freaking olivia and then olivia ends up dying from the vampire disease <laughs> so like that's everybody who's dead there i was like literally everybody's gonna die shelly's gonna shelly's gonna be the only one to live but she does she has a baby she rides off into the sunset with her her um lover <laughs> which is like good for you but also do you know one she doesn't even know that, that baby is roman's baby and she doesn't know that baby is a death baby, as in it can look at you and kill you. So I'm hoping they'll find that out later on in life while they're like, why are all these people dropping dead? <laughs> but then you had like the final showdown between Peter and Roman. And you kind of like see it where Peter changes for the last time. Cause he's like the only way he's going to kill Roman is if he turns. So he turns for the last time and so we know he's not gonna be able to turn back. And you see Roman like talking to him like, Oh, I know you gotta kill me, blah blah like literally defeated. (laughs) And he's like, I know you're gonna kill me, whatever, I deserve it. Like it was so weird. It's like I deserve it or whatever. But then also felt like he was like trying to like plead with him in a way. Um, and so you kind of felt like you saw Peter as the wolf contemplating if he really wanted to go through with it, but then he ends up attacking because even Roman's like he's like I don't know I can't I can't think of the words verbatim but essentially like you're going to kill me and you're going to be stuck as a wolf for the rest of your life because we saw the only way that um Peter was able to come back the last time he turned was because Roman literally pulled him out of the wolf so we see Peter attack Roman kill him He's literally like laying there on the ground because P- uh, Roman went back to his old house. He's laying there on the ground, dead. And then we see Peter run off as a wolf forever. And I literally was like, this is the shittiest ending <laughs> to all of this insanity. But I mean, I guess. <laughs> so that was like Grove. I told you guys, we were going to take our time with that one. So much insanity, so much incest, so much abuse so much disgusting like disgustingness um it was just a weird show a crazy show I am still surprised that it lasted three seasons I am surprised that I watched all three seasons I think I was just at the point where I was just like there's just no I think I was more so fascinated that it was just like every it continued on for so long and that I just wanted to figure out how it ended or see how it ended. So that can never have in the back of my mind, like, Oh, I wonder how that show ended. And I just had to figure it out right then and there. And I think that was the main driver of me finishing all three because it was just craziness. It was so crazy. It was so crazy. So I, I'm excited to see, or, i'm i guess i could say excited not really excited but like it'll be interesting to see one if this gets like if we see viewership growing more so recently because the only reason i found out or i stumbled across the show was because it was in trending so i'm assuming other people are watching it so it'll be interesting to see if um we see more people watching it uh and if people ask questions about how this was even able to be because there are a lot of disturbing things that go on in this show that I'm, I mean, it's Netflix, but still I'm surprised. And everyone got upset about the um, suicide scene and 13 reasons why, but this show, I think eclipses that a hundred times. Or I don't even know if, that's, if that even makes sense But like I think everything that goes on Or happens in the show Is a hundred times worse Than that suicide scene Just because of the content The incest The rape I didn't even get to talk about the rape scene So essentially Letha was raped Which we don't see on screen But then also the scene in the first season um, When Roman rapes the one girl Who's like his classmate or whatever like, that happened and no one talked about it. And, like, we literally watched him rape her on screen. The fact that a child, a baby, was... A baby's eggs were being used to reproduce, which is essentially um, child abuse. It wouldn't be child pornography because it's not being blasted anywhere. But it would be child abuse, sexual assault on a child. Like, these are all very, very... um serious things that happened in this show that I'm surprised was able to make it to the air. Which is why I think I was just like watching this show kind of in like a trance, like what the fuck is going on here? And why was this not made a bigger deal when it was out? And I guess now I feel like people are a little more vocal about things that they, I mean, they were kind of vocal back then, but I feel like even more so now because everyone's vocal about everything, even if they don't really need to be vocal about it versus like 2013 and 2015. I don't think it was, people were, people were vocal, but I don't think it was as vocal, but I'm still surprised. I am still surprised that this show did not get a lot of backlash and maybe it did. And I just, when I, cause when I do the Google search, I don't really see much about any of these topics or things that went on in the show like at least show up on the first couple of pages. So if there were things out there and you saw it, let let me know. But yeah, it's a very disturbing show. It's very weird. I have to talk about it because I, I had to get all these thoughts out of my head because it was, it's been driving me crazy. <laughs> so yeah, let me know if you watched. Well, I hope if you listen for this long, you watched Hemlock Grove. Let me know what you thought about Hemlock Grove. Did you have the same thoughts as I did? Was it as disturbing for you as it was for me? Let me know and I will talk to you guys in the next episode that's the end of the episode thanks for sticking through it to the end be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently on instagram and at current on twitter also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcast on and i'll talk to you in the next one